This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. What's up, America? So we're going to start off the show with the association. The NBA is back. The NBA is back. The NBA is back. The NBA is back, y'all. And guess what? (laughs) We started off with the Denver Nuggets, Los Angeles Lakers, in Denver, ring ceremony. And the Denver Nuggets looked like they were already in, like, mid-season form. Here's the stat line (laughs) that that I want to tell y'all. Oh, the Joker, the reigning finals MVP, 29, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Just sensational. Oh, you want to know about Jamal Murray? 21 points, 6 assists, 2 rebounds. Oh, you want to know about Caldwell Pope? Well, he had a great day. Gave you 20 points. Two rebounds, assist, but he was shooting it very well, mid-range. He only took three threes, made two, got three steals. Oh, Aaron Gordon, 15 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Look very similar to the numbers that he had last year. Everyone in double digits got contribution from their bench. They just look in peak form already. I I started to watch the game and I realized this is just going to be a good team for, for a little bit, you know, for when I say a little bit, I mean, I mean, for the next three to four years, they're going to be in contention because their games aren't predicated on athleticism. Their games are predicated on skill. If, if there was a player that their game is predicated on athleticism is Aaron Gordon because, you know, he's a power forward that can guard other either players that are smaller than him because he's agile or plays bigger, bigger than him because he has the strength and the quickness. But everybody else is essentially playing with their skill as opposed to their athleticism. And guess what? Aaron Gordon is only 28 years old. <laughs> so they look good. They beat down on the Lakers 119 to 107. And the Lakers, I mean, it's the first game of the season, so I'm not taking too much into all of this. But um, the biggest thing was LeBron only played 29 minutes. I thought that was very interesting. Um, and he gave you a 21, 8, and 5. Um, Anthony Davis started off hot in the first half, giving you 11 points, one rebound. Um, but then came in the second half, gave you six points, and then seven rebounds. Kind of pedestrian in the second half um, as the Joker kind of took off, um, giving you 12 points in the second half. Because that's the guy that he's going against, right? Like, that that's the guy. Um, the... 
the Lakers have more players that are new than the than the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets still got the same starting five, and they got some tweaks on their bench. You know, Jeff Green leaving, Mr. Brown leaving, getting that money in Indiana. So, but the Denver, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers, they got Gabe Vincent, they got uh, Cam Reddish, Christian Wood. You know, that's just three players that um, they were talking about. Now they've inserted. Torian Prince, who had a really good day, um, in that small forward, power forward spot. Um, so I look at all of this and I'm like, okay, uh, the, the Lakers bench needs to be tweaked um, as the season goes on. This is the first game, you know, ain't no must win. It's ring night for the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets should win because their team is locked and loaded and ready to go. So we'll see what happens with them moving forward. But the other game I want to talk about is the Phoenix Suns Golden State Warriors. And before I get into that, there was a comment that was made about Bradley Bill from Bradley Bill just a day or so ago about his preference to being with the Miami Heat. Now, at the time when Bradley Bill and the Washington Wizards were looking to move off and, and go in separate directions, I said this. If Bradley Bill means that we don't get Damian Dollar, then I don't want it. Then I'm good. So I was willing to take the risk. You know why? Because Damian Lillard is that good. And Bradley Bill's number one destination was Miami. Could Miami have given a better offer? You're damn right. Would the offer have been something where they would where they would have to have given up a first round pick or a player that they really liked on the team. Like if it was just Duncan Robinson or Kyle Larry, and then we just call it a day, then I would have been, yeah, I'd be like, hey, go make that deal, Pat. Go make that deal, Mickey Harrison. But that wasn't the case. The fact of the matter is we have to hold our assets for Dame Dollar and allegedly because of the agent's comments about the damian lillard request for a trade usurped the opportunity for dame dollar to be in south beach we didn't get dame i was willing to take the risk so i'm not going back hindsight 2020. And you know why I also was cool on not getting badly Bill? Because he's always hurt. And guess what? He was hurt the first game. Man didn't even play. So I'm good. I'm real good on Bradley Bill. And Devin Booker said, Bradley Bill, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of business. Because the Phoenix Suns beat down on the Golden State Warriors. 108, 104, and Devin Booker was sensational. Just flat out 
sensational. 32, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Kevin Durant was, he was off. He was just off. He was missing shots. Um, I don't want to say he didn't look comfortable, but he just wasn't Kevin Durant. He was 7-22 from the floor. Um, but he looked like a power forward. He had 18-10. and 10. Um, And their bench, their bench had somebody that had over double digits, and that was Aaron Gordon. Now, he shot 16 times to get those 10 points, but that is something that they're going to need moving forward because they're going to need somebody that can score more efficiently, of course, but somebody that can score um, on their bench. And Grayson Allen is going to be on the bench. Let's call it what it is because Bradley Beal would take his spot and Grayson Allen was 0 for. He scored as many points as you, me, and everybody else watching. Zero. The Phoenix Suns have a lot of moving parts. That That's why I don't know if they're going to win the chip um, or even get to the finals because they got too many moving parts. Like, they just do. They just got too many moving parts. And they got three guys that always had, well, not always, but they've had consistent injuries. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. They've always had this knickknack injuries or some maybe severe. I don't even know if they're going to be able to play 20 to 25 games together. Seriously. Those three on the court for 20 to 25 games, I don't know. I might take the under on that. Just just, just going out there because, Lord. But the Golden State Warriors, the babyface assassin, Stephen Curry, it's the first game, like I said. So there's not much to peel from. You know, Steph was the only one that had over 20 points. Draymond Green was not there. He was hurt. Um, but Kuminga, now that dude, he looked good. He looked good. He was efficient, 50% from the field. 12.6 rebounds, play 20 minutes, and then Moody giving you 11 points, four for six from the field. So, you know, I look at the Golden State Warriors as if that bench can be really good, they're going to be really good. Um, Clay Thompson, he didn't get an extension. He is looking to get, you know, long-term security. He's not the Clay Thompson of old. I don't give a damn what he says. He's not the Clay Thompson of old. He just looks like an old Clay Thompson. And we will see what happens during the season because last season he looked like an old Clay Thompson. He just did. Um and Chris Paul, honestly, he looked he looked fine. He was he was horrible from the field, but he was able to give you nine assists. He only turned the ball over once had a plus minus of five. Um, so I like I like the direction of where Golden State is going. If you're telling me, hey, they didn't have, to me, the second best player, which is Draymond Green, and you only lose by four, and your bench shows up, that 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 right there shows me something. 
So we'll see what happens. Um, I can't wait to talk uh, ball with, with people um, that are coming on the show in, in the next you know couple of weeks because I want to get my finals prediction out the way and all these accolades out the way. To hear what they be talking about, best to prove me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out, walking out. Now that we talked about the association, let's get back to the NFL. Should we talk about the Monday Night Football game? Oh, another upset. It was upset alert this past week. And the Minnesota Vikings put the cherry on the top by beating down the 49ers 22-17. Kirk Cousins looked like my favorite cousin, my first cousin, because he was dealing. He was dealing. He was an EEO, Equal Employment Opportunist. He was cooking. That 49ers defense, Lord, he gave you 378 yards, two tubs, and the pick was just, you know, it was just a tough play. He made uh, uh, um, Jordan Addison made a slant route who had a great game, but the pick was, you know, they was fighting for the ball in in the DB1, and then they came back to it, and it was a touchdown um, to, to the receiver. So, but the Tennessee Titans, I said Tennessee Titans, the Minnesota Vikings showed up on Monday Night Football and, and beat down the 49ers. Now, every champion typically has a low part of the season. This is where the 49ers are. I still think in the end they will, will rise and rise above all else in the NFC. But right now, there's a lull because their big horses aren't there. Talking about the best football player, in my opinion, on the 49ers, and that is Trent Williams. He's not there. You got Debo not there. And when you don't have your stars, Brock Purdy don't look pretty good. The man looked, he looked pedestrian. Two picks. Um he had one touchdown, two picks, less than 300 yards. And he didn't have the running game on his side, right? Uh, Chris McCaffrey didn't really get going. He had 15 carries for 45 yards. That was it. And then you add the 20 to Brock Purdy. Typically, they could get about 100 yards per game, and they wasn't able to do that. Um, and right now, the 49ers. They've had they had one game where they should have won. Moody, the kicker, uh, kicked it far right, and then this game they just lost um, on the road. Both games on the road, so I'm not too worried about the 49ers. Um, I just need those guys to get healthy. Debo, I need um, Trent Williams to get healthy, and and I think they'll continue to to ride the ship. Let's talk about the Sunday night football game i told y'all the dolphins they fraudulent they as fake as claire's jewelry they not that good they not that good they the dallas cowboys of the afc that's what they are they beat up on bad teams and then when they step up in competition they get driven like a mac truck they are they not that good and don't tell me oh tyreek had he not 
you know, dropped that pass, that touchdown pass, you know, it would they would have been right there. No, they're not good. They're just not good. They're not. They couldn't run the ball. They only ran the ball 13 times. That's how and they got they only got like 40 something yards. Stop it. And guess what the Philadelphia Eagles was able to do? They was able to throw the ball. AJ Brown gave y'all 10 receptions, a buck 37 in a tub. Oh, and Dallas Goddard. Five for 77 in a tub. Oh Lord. Oh. And Devontae gave you a little bit too. He gave you four for 49. And the Eagles was able to just go up and down the field and it didn't really matter. And guess what? The Dolphins got smoked by the Buffalo Bills and they got smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles. It wasn't really a smoke, but they lost handingly. Let's just say that. And Tua, guess what was happening on Tua? He was getting put on his back. Fletcher Cox, Sweat, Jordan Davis, Smith. They were getting after this boy. Sack after sack after sack. And that's what happens when you play good defenses or a good team because they have better players than the players that you play that are not that good. You play the Denver Broncos, you put up 70. Couldn't even put up 20 against the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> all that motion and all that good stuff. Yeah, that looks good when you're playing against bum defenses and bum teams. But when you play a real team, this is what happens. And the Philadelphia Eagles showed y'all who the Dolphins really are. They're not that good of a team. Now, it was the week of the upsets. You know, the Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills, um, which was very impressive. You obviously had the Monday Night Football game. Um, and I did want to talk about one game before we get into the picks for week eight. And that was the Ravens showing y'all who they really are. When everything comes together, they beat down, beat down on the Detroit Lions. I was playing somebody that had Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker, and the Baltimore defense. And yes, I got I got slaughtered. I got slaughtered. You know why? Because the Ravens beat the brakes. Off the Detroit Lions. They beat them so bad they ran to back to Detroit. They did. Lamar Jackson, sensational. He gave you 375 yards, three touchdowns on less than 30 attempts. That means on every throw, he was getting 17 yards a clip. And then on the running, they got the over 110. Oh, and Mark Andrews, sensational. Four catches, 63 and two touchdowns. 
Oh, there was an Obel Beckham sighting. He gave you a five for 49. And then Zay Flowers gave you a four for 75. It was equal employment opportunities. Everybody got touches. Justin Tucker. The man gave you five extra points. And along from 32, the man was good too. Everybody was cooking. Oh, you wanted some sacks? You got it. Marlette, Kyle Van Noy, Owen, they, the, 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 the Baltimore Ravens, when it all clicks, there's not, there's not two teams that are better than them in the NFL. Yeah, I said it. There's not two. There's not two. There's not. When they are clicking, then there's not a team that they can't go toe-to-toe with, period. It's just the consistency. They should be potentially undefeated. But they let themselves off the hook, especially when they see competition that they do not fear. And the Detroit Lions, I feel like they gave them the respect because they did not let off the gas. They wanted to shut them out. They made Jared Goff look pedestrian. The Detroit Lions love running the football. Guess what they couldn't do? They couldn't run the football. They just couldn't. Jared Goff had to throw 53 times and only got 284 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Did nobody sack Lamar Jackson? It was a very, very total team effort win by the Baltimore Ravens. They just beat them on all three phases of the game. And we shall see what happens moving forward. But I really like the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. If they can just play, I'm not asking for this every single week because this is hard to replicate. But what I am asking for is do not allow a team to creep back into the game when you already have dominance over the game. Now let's get into week eight. You got the Monday, you got the Thursday night football game, Bucks Bills in Buffalo. Tell you this right now, Buffalo about to beat the brakes off the off the Bucks. The Buffalo Bills are gonna win by at least two touchdowns. Calling that right now. The New York game, Jets at Giants. I'll tell you this right now. The Jets better win this game. The Jets better the Jets are better. I don't care what the Giants did last week. The Giants beat on the commanders 14 to 7. Tyrod Taylor looked good, but I'm sorry. There's a step in weight class in terms of the defensive pressure that you're about to exude in this game. I got the Jets winning 17. 17-10. Yeah, I got the Jets winning 17-10. Eagles at Commanders. I got the Eagles winning. Commanders are, are free-falling right now. Falcons at Titans. Titans coming off a bye. The Falcons have played well, and they've been in every single game. They've, they've, they, they don't really get blown out. They really are in every single game. And guess what? They're going to lose this one in Tennessee. I got the Titans. Jaguars, Steelers. 
the Jaguars have won four straight. The Steelers are surprisingly four and two. I got the Jaguars going six and two. Patriots at Dolphins. The Patriots don't play well in Miami. Miami's coming off a loss. And guess what? They get to play a bad team. So the Dolphins will win by multiple touchdowns. Rams at Cowboys. Man, the Cowboys are going to win because the Rams, they're okay. They, they're all right. They play better than I thought they would. The battle of the three, four teams, the Colts welcoming the Saints. The Saints come marching in in Indianapolis, and I got the Saints. I got the Saints. I know they didn't look great last week, but I got the Saints. I think they, they show up. The number one versus the number two overall picks, Texans coming into North Carolina. I got to pick the Panthers to win. They got to win a game, right? Now this week, <laughs> the Texans are winning, and they go to over 500. Packers welcoming the Minnesota Vikings, and I got first cousins. I got first cousins. Ooh, this one's a good one. Browns at Seattle. Guess who I got? I'm going to roll with the Browns. The Browns defense is playing hellacious. Miles Garrett should be considered for MVP, not DPOY. Um, and the Seahawks, they've looked, they've looked good throughout the season, but also DK Metcalf not being there or not being there, if that makes sense, is just a bit concerning to me. Bengals. 49ers, I got the 49ers. They they, 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 they they pissed. Chiefs at Broncos. Come on now. That's a bye week for the Chiefs. Ravens at Arizona. Now, this could be a trap game. But I think Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, and that crew are going to take care of business. Bears at Chargers. Sunday night football. Good Lord. Why do we have this as a Sunday night football game? Whew. Okay. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers uh uh take care of business. Raiders at Detroit. Detroit is pissed off and they're gonna take it all out on the Raiders. Detroit wins big. This proved me wrong. And for the eighth straight week in the NFL and for the first day in the NBA season, I proved y'all wrong. Peace. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on a show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out? Walking out?